0: True to You Radio, Faith, Family, Flourish, Free. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself, It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way, you just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. Today, Heart Dancers, we have such a special guest, and he's a friend of mine, so if I start cracking up during the interview, you have to know I'm... I know this guy, so this is Gary Kyle, See, and he's already laughing in the background. Yes, I am. Uh, Gary, 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 welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Thank you. You're welcome. Let me just read your bio because you have an impressive resume that I want people to appreciate because it also explains what you're doing and where you're going and where your passions are. So give me just a minute to, to go through this. Sure. Dr. Gary, excuse me, Kyle received his pharmacy degree and his PhD in neuropharmacology. So he is a doctor and also completed a postdoctorate fellowship in electrophysiology. And Gary, I have no idea what all that means, but it <laughs> sounds so impressive.
1: Neither does my mama. So okay. All right. all
0: right. Well, you do, and that's the important thing. Uh, Gary began a 15-year career in pain research and pain management, as well as individual and leadership development and preventative health and wellness. And I could go on and on and on, but I think that gives enough of a context for our listeners to know you, Gary. You're a professional, but you also have all these passions around leadership and philosophy and wellness. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show.
1: I am absolutely thrilled to be with here, here with you and with everyone else. It's, it's a beautiful show. It's a beautiful cause, and I'm happy to contribute however I can. Yes. So I'm thrilled to be here.
0: Good. So we're going to explore some topics today, and I can't wait to get into those. Um, right now, I know you're in a bit of a transition, and you're beginning a new journey. Can you just kind of give us a, a peephole into what you've been planning and what you foresee in your immediate future?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So as you mentioned, my background is, is as a pharmacist. And so um, many people are kind of taken aback when I describe my current role as a pharmacist as a professional who takes people off of every medication possible. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of get strange stares and um, kind of double blinks and people go, wait a second, you're a pharmacist who wants to take people off of medications? I said, well, <laughs> when possible, you know, and oftentimes, more oftentimes than we think it, it is possible now that's not to to say it's easy or you don't need to do something else you absolutely do need to do something else and so the additional part of that is i'm a positive psychology coach uh i also am a an ultra marathoner and and triathlete uh so and and also extremely interested in the brain and how it rewires itself in certain states so it's a combination of, of disciplines that really has led me to this particular point uh, that's been around for about four or five years, honestly, where I, I work with individuals, I work with organizations uh, to really help them realize that the past is just simply the determinant of our starting point in the moment, not where we're going to end up. Mm, hold on and, just a minute just a yeah. second
0: i want you to repeat that because that was really important yeah.
1: yeah so our past simply determines our starting place in this moment not where we will end up
0: Ooh. That that should be plastered on every single billboard in the city. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, it's, 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 it's also one of those things that you have to recognize in the moment that our bodies and our brains are ideally suited to keep us in the state that we are in right now.
0: Mm, so
1: homeostasis? So it's, yeah. So it's actually, yeah. So homeostasis is something we learned as, uh, you know, maybe kids in high school type of thing. There's actually a better term for what we experience on the long term and it's called allostasis and that's spelled A-L-L-O-S-T-A-S-I-S. So allo means change, Hmm. stasis means staying the same. And so homeostasis, homeo means the same And stasis means staying the same. And we're actually not creatures that like to stay the same, stay the same.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. It's kind of a redundant term. We're actually creatures that crave change while wanting to stay the same. So that's where allostasis comes in. Now, on a daily basis, we like safety and security. We like what we have known to bring us to this point because we're still alive, right? And it's worked. <laughs> and it's worked, either either poorly or or well. It's still working for us, right? Yeah. And so, so the stasis part of that is the the moment-to-moment and really short-term desire to stay the same because it's safe, mm-hmm. right? Aloe part of the allostasis recognizes that we are actually creatures that crave evolution. We crave adaptation. We crave change. Because like Darwin said, it's not the survival of the fittest, it's the survival of the most adaptable. Mm. Okay, so we have this tension on a daily and on a lifetime basis, wanting to stay safe and secure, safe and secure, and then wanting to change. Mm-hmm. So, you know, coming to this realization that yes, the uh, our past determines our starting point in this moment, okay, recognizes that there are thousands of different systems in place in our bodies and our minds to keep us the same That would be- so yes so to change our place in this moment to something better in the future that's like rewiring your brain because it is it's also retooling your body because it is these ah. are not easy things yeah these are not easy things if done properly
0: so do you help people retool their mind and body to grow and to expand?
1: This is exactly what I do. So what I do is I, I bring the, the scientific basis forward. So all of my training is, uh, is in chronic pain. Well, you know, as a pharmacist, I understand physiology just generally. But well, my focus really is on the brain. And my, my PhD and my postdoc research and then my research uh, really in, in the industry early on had to do with, how the brain literally rewires itself in a chronic pain state. And that's a process that some people may have heard about called neuroplasticity. Yes. Big word, right? It just means and recognizes that you're not hardwired, but yet you are hardwired. So we're like computer circuits that have tracks and circuitry laid down, but we can actually modify them on a microsecond scale all the way up to rewiring us like taking up a computer chip and forming new pathways we can do that
0: and isn't that amazing because for so many years scientists didn't believe that the brain could change as you got older
1: oh we we absolutely believed that we were born with a certain amount of brain cells and they kept dying over the course of our life now that is still partially true we end up dying with less brain cells then we start with that is true but we also found out just within the past 20 or 30 years that there are things called neuronal stem cells that reside up in our brain maybe people have heard about stem cells these are cells that can start dividing and growing into new nerves Mm. and the cool part about the science is it can happen clear into your 80s and 90s
0: so age really doesn't have anything to do with it
1: no it doesn't But it does, and so it gets harder when we age uh, because we lay down so many pathways and those pathways get so strong over the course of our life. To unwire those is very difficult. And then to rewire new things is also very difficult. And so, yes, it gets harder as we age. However, it doesn't mean it's impossible. Just because it's really hard doesn't mean we can't do it
0: let me ask you a question because you really sure. intrigued me um th- these pathways that have become established and they're difficult mm-hmm. to rewire Yeah, is there a process instead of rewiring those is there a process of going around them or changing them where-
1: oh, that's a brilliant you're brilliant that is ah. a, that wasn't even a that was, it wasn't even a planted question this is brilliant um mm-hmm. yes the answer is yes and and in my field of chronic pain management uh, we know now, and this is part of my research, that when you have a pain signal going into your, your spinal cord and then up to your brain again and again and again, that's very similar to how we used to memorize people's phone numbers before smartphones, right? We Which had I to repeat, remember. Yes. yes, exactly. Yeah, so we had to repeat that pattern over and over and over again. And the more we repeated it, the stronger the pathway became. Okay? Now, we can never truly unwire that information. We we really can't. Nor do we want to, right? Mm-hmm. But what we can do is is learn other bits of information. We can associate phone numbers with songs or with addresses or with people or whatever. So it kind of spreads the memory out over other memories. Mm-hmm. Now see the important thing in chronic pain is Pain is the most important sensory system that keeps us alive. It is, and I've written about this, the ultimate gift to us. Because there are some people who are born without an ability to sense or process pain properly, and they end up dying before their 15th birthday. Mm. So, So pain really is what keeps us alive primarily. However, it's so valuable and so strong it can completely overwhelm somebody's life where they want to terminate their own life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we can't really unwire those pain pathways once they're established. And this is why treating pain in the moment is so critically important. Not trying to catch up afterwards. Okay. Not trying to mentally grit through a pain because you can't mentally grit through a cancer you can't mentally grit through cardiovascular disease right <clears throat> you have to you have to stop the memory from forming right once the memory is formed it's it's there and can trigger years later so for pain if you had a horrendous accident when you were a kid you have a pain memory that can trigger at any point in life just like a phone number can come back into your mind decades later
0: wow that's fascinating so if i can just stop you right there sure um, you're talking about physical pain right now
1: Uh, both physical and psychological actually
0: and then what about emotional
1: yeah so so pain is always a combination of physical, meaning the the pathways and the the physiology that underlie it, and the emotional component. Matter of fact, the International Association for the Study of Pain, the world body, if you will, about pain research, clearly has always defined it as a sensory emotional phenomenon. Mm -hmm. There is no way to differentiate the two because they're interconnected. Right,
0: there's no way to feel pain without also feeling some emotion.
1: Yeah so so the 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 saying no brain no pain is, is true but you can still have reactions to painful stimuli without the brain so it's a it's a physiological thing that's the reaction and then the mental processing the emotional or spiritual part of this if you will mm-hmm. is definitely involved uh, it involves the brain and lots of lots of higher order uh, centers and processing. Mm. And so, our mindset, I think, is what you're getting to. Our mindset is critical on our ability to to weather certain types of pains. And so, this is um, this is a separate uh, passion of mine, and it's something called post-traumatic growth order, which probably not a lot of people have heard about.
0: Okay, so explain.
1: Yeah, so so it's easier to start by talking about PTSD, which most people have heard about, right? Yes. So you you have a trauma in your life, then afterwards you're unable to handle. Okay. So that's the PTSD. It's a post traumatic stress disorder. Can crush your entire life. It can be one of those things that doesn't seem to be um, surmountable. You know, once it happens, you're you're done. Okay. Mm Um, There's a different phenomenon that exists in certain people that's kind of the saving grace, if you will, the mirror opposite, and it's called post-traumatic growth order. So that's PTGO. And so the similarity between the two, PTSD and PTGO, is you have to have a trauma and it has to end in a certain way doesn't have to be totally gone, but it has to transition from something to something else, right, so that's the post-traumatic part of this. Mm -hmm. Now, Now, the thing about PTGO is some people's lives transform in positive ways that would be unable any other way, except for because of that trauma. But it's a very ordered, very structured, very beautiful outcome versus something completely tragic. And so the growth order that happens after the trauma is a godsend. It is a gift really that can be given to everyone. And so what I do is I have some mental and physical resiliency training programs that I do that help people who are uh, either already have already experienced a trauma or somebody who knows something is kind of looming to say, why don't you train yourself for that? Why don't you train yourself mentally and physically? Because again, pain and trauma are both mental and physical. You have to train both of them so that when that trauma happens, you're like an athlete. You're ready to weather that event. Then if you're not trained, you're kind of at the you know mercy of the gods, if you will, or mm-hmm. your luck.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you may make uh, very wrong choices because of the pain you're
1: feeling. Oh, oh, pain! Pain is a beautiful motivator, but not necessarily in good ways. Yes, and so, um, so addiction is a is a is a is a part of my world. Um, and the one thing that I would really like to relay to to the listeners of your show is, um, addiction usually does not have to do with substance abuse. Okay. Many people think, oh, you know, if I take, if I take OxyContin, especially, or if I take morphine, or if I take whatever to treat a pain, I'm going to become an addict. You're a completely different animal physiologically when you're in pain. And so when you give a pain reliever, it brings you back down. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's like giving an antihypertensive drug for blood pressure, high blood pressure to somebody who has high blood pressure versus somebody who doesn't. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you have the condition, it normalizes you. If you don't have the condition, you pass out.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Um,
1: So same thing with pain treatments, but the very important thing with the transition between pain and addiction is most people transition because of loss of hope, not because of the pharmacology, not because of the medication. It's because society shuns them so much they don't have anywhere to turn. Or it's because they wake up daily and their lives are crushed by this pain. That's a loss of hope. And so the best thing that pain management people can do, holistic people like myself, Mm -hmm. is to work on the hope first. Hope theory, positive psychology, to help them go, all right, that's your past. You're here, you can grow beyond this. You can. It's not gonna be pretty and it might not be easy, and it might take a while, but you can. We know that flat out.
0: So if any of our listeners right now are suffering from some type of addictive behavior or think they may be, would you be is that someone that you could help?
1: Absolutely. So I'm not an addiction specialist for sure. I am a pain management specialist, so there is a difference. However, I am networked into some of the most amazing addiction treatment uh, facilities and experts uh, across the us absolutely so i can definitely help them out what i can do is help with the with the mindset with the reframing with the helping them see life as an opportunity for growth regardless if you've had great triumphant things or tragic heartbreaking things they're both opportunities to grow from
0: all I right. Yeah, and so Gary, if someone's listening and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I've got to talk to him," how would they get a
1: hold of you? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, best is my email address, and it's it's very similar to the website of an organization that I helped found uh, about a year ago. And my email address is just Gary G A R Y at this is all one word Growth Leaders Network. O R G and that's growth G-R-O-W-T-H leaders plural L-E-A-D-E-R-S network N-E-T-W-O-R-K dot O-R-G. Thanks. and I'm on I'm on LinkedIn um, uh, Dr. Gary Kyle um, easy enough to find but it's spelled K-E-I-L yes
0: that's great thank you Gary and I know we could go into this there's so much more I wanted to talk to you about but we are kind of running out of time just a bit Um, I did want to ask you though on the mindset if you were working with someone just real quickly would you just do this over the phone or by Skype or Zoom or or how would that look like for someone who reaches out and says hey I think you may be able to help me.
1: Oh absolutely and so uh, the the best thing uh, that that I live now is the ability to interface with people wherever I'm at and wherever they are. Um, Having dealt with chronic pain patients specifically uh, since my 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 degree back in the in the eighties um, I meet people where they are okay. literally and meta meta metaphorically so uh yes, they can call we can absolutely do this electronically skyping zooming uh just by the phone it doesn't really matter because it's it's a connection that can be made it doesn't have to be face to face and it doesn't require additional costs for travel or or anything it's it's something that that really can be done in a very cost efficient and very in the moment type of thing. So absolutely people can get a hold of me anywhere.
0: Yes, and isn't that wonderful that we live in that kind of age where it doesn't matter where you live, but you can connect with people and and truly help them.
1: It is beautiful and everyone can be helped. It doesn't matter if you are in a good place, you can go upward. If you're in a not so great place, you can go upward. And if you feel like you are in the gutter or with that gun, or something else ready to just end it all don't there is always something you can do
0: mm, thank you I'm so glad that you you've said that and I'm just seeing that message go out into the world because I know you Gary and I know you personally and he truly does care and want to help people so if there is anyone out there who's kind of on the edge or feeling like they just can't um, go another day please reach out to Gary at uh, GrowthLeadersNetwork.org, or you can find them on LinkedIn. So, real quickly, Gary, thank you for that. Um, oh, is sure. yeah, is, is what else are you doing? Not that that's not enough, but do you have any other um, programs or passions that you can touch on for about two minutes? Because that's really all the
1: time we have left. Oh, absolutely. And so, I I really am passionate now about um, preventative medicine if you will and so so mindsets are, are, are clearly the first thing that we flood our body with every single day right mm-hmm. uh, and so redefining or resetting a person's mind is is really my passion the next medicine that a, that a lot of people don't really recognize is nutrition so the food that we put in our body is just as important as the water and the air right mm-hmm. i'm passionate about that i'm also an ultra athlete who fuels his body and has been able to even at 50 transform my life. And so I work with people on a nutritional level to help them really develop a solid baseline in order to help their body thrive and their mind thrive. Okay? So that's that's a separate part. But that all leads into physical and mental resiliency which I mentioned before. If anyone looks at something like a marathon and goes, "Oh my god, I could never do that." I bet you can get there because I know you can and I would love to work with people and then do it with them. I love doing events with people so that's part of my package is if you want to do something i'll do it with you let's train together
0: oh my gosh that's awesome (laughs) so that in and of itself is worth this whole interview that's so fun yeah oh that is incredible so real quickly um ultra marathon is that what 100 miles
1: that's 100 miles (gasps)
0: Uh, okay, I'm, I, I need your mindset training because
1: you're thinking,
0: there is no way. Yeah,
1: and you can. And I have.
0: And you have. I know you have. Oh. So, you know, so what you're saying is if the person's willing, if they desire it, because it still has to come from the individual. You can show them how to train, what to train, what to eat, what to do, and then you will be next to them side by
1: side as they accomplish that huge goal. I'm going to celebrate at the finish line and be with them every single step of the way, whatever it is. Absolutely.
0: Okay. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So Gary, I'm going to put you on the spot because I have three seconds to do that and this is my show. What, what favorite quote would you like to share with the audience, if you have one, or favorite saying?
1: <laughs> I do because this is really my life, and I don't think there's, it's attributable to anyone, but the quote is, expecting life to treat you well because you're a good person is like expecting a raging bull not to gorge you because you're a vegetarian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it
1: life happens trauma happens that's part of life
0: (laughs) i I just i'm speechless that's brilliant i'm gonna have to wind this recording back and write it down because i couldn't i couldn't write fast enough oh that that's a whole nother topic is people's expectations and being disappointed and i'm sure that's something you go into in your mindset training
1: always always yes
0: yeah, because you can only control you, you can't control someone else, and expectations are putting that, you know, belief or uh, expectancy on someone else, and they may not know it, so they're not going to act that way.
1: Brilliantly put. can yep.
0: And I, I happen to have a situation at work where I fell into that trap, I fully admit it, and I got caught, and... You know, I had to do my breathing and just say okay, that's lesson learned, it was a growth opportunity. Mm. Let's move on. Beautiful.
1: And that's before, what it's all about, growing, uh, growing it, and moving on.
0: It is because before I became more aware of my own patterns, you know, I would have been in there fighting and screaming and saying no I'm right, you're wrong, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So Taking that breath and taking that moment to say, number one, is this really worth fighting for? Number two, did I have expectations on that other person that they didn't know about? That that kind of shifts it back to you. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm sorry I didn't mean to go off on that. That's yes,
1: beautiful. No, I love that. It, yes, yes, I'm part of the choir going, Amen. Amen.
0: <laughs> so listen, Gary, we are out of time, and I have so enjoyed this. You are such a great guest, and. Like i said i could listen to you all day because there's so much to learn um one quick thing though you did say that you've written articles about this would people find that on
1: linkedin yeah most of most of the articles are on linkedin i do have uh some other posts around i, I used to blog for a couple yoga uh, online yoga journals um in the philadelphia region and if anyone is interested they can just they reach out to me and i'm happy to share all of that information but the linkedin posts Are are probably the best place to start.
0: Okay, great. Well, thank you again. And are there any just parting words that you want to say to our audience?
1: Uh, Look at every single thing that happens in your life as an opportunity to grow because they are.
0: Amen. Let's, let's make the world a growth place, not a pain
1: place. Yes. Yes. Beautiful.
0: I'm all over that. All right. Well, thank you, Gary, so much again. I really, I just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your time here
1: and your wisdom. Uh, My pleasure. You're welcome.
0: All right. Thank you. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live well, live without expectations, and be loved. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in. Go to iTunes and sign up and subscribe. And also, just I'll do a quick plug in. I have some new products up on my website. So check it out at KatherineErickson.com. There's a new ebook out called Drop the Leash um, Let Go of the Past and Love in the Present. So hope to see you next time and be well. Thank you. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, Heart Dancing, it's the only way to live.